When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Eye on Foxborough, the premier podcast for all things New England Patriots. Brought to you by Mass Live. Welcome back to the Eye on Foxborough podcast. I'm Karen Garigian, and I'm pleased to welcome back three-time Patriots Super Bowl champion James White. Hey, James. Uh, gee, not much has happened since we last spoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot going on now. You know, I mean, a lot of fireworks. I mean, I wasn't anticipating the change. We knew it was a possibility, and it happened. I said, I think Mayo is a great great guy for the job, obviously. He played there, has coached there the last several years. So he knows the you know the temperature of kind of what's been going on as a lady. So I think he's the perfect guy to step in for Bill. You said you were surprised. Were you, were you surprised – you know, uh, that the crafts would actually move on from, you know, a head coach that's won them six Super Bowls or what, what yeah, surprised you about that? Just because I just never thought there'd be, that'd be a reality. I guess that's why, you know, I was surprised. Not that, like I said, I knew it was a possibility. I knew it could happen. Like everybody would constantly be asking me, you know, is Bill going to be the coach, you know, next year? I just, I'm like, if there's a change, I, just, I have to wait to see it happen because I, I just don't believe it was going to happen at the end of the day. So it actually did happen. And, hey, I think Mayo is the perfect guy for this spot. Um, let's get into that a little bit more. Why Why do you think that? Well, he's an energetic guy. He can talk to any – he said in his press conference how he can communicate with, you know, any type of player, any type of person, whether it's, you know, somebody in the cafeteria, whether it's an undrafted rookie or the starting quarterback – who's been there for a long time. And like I said, he's done it. He's played at a high level, has been coached by the greatest, you know, coach all time, has played with the greatest player all time, Tom Brady. And I said, he's just a very, you know, charismatic person. And I think that'll rub off on all the guys, you know, within the locker room. I think you saw once he got the the head coaching job, the guys who have been on the roster, who may not even be on the roster next year, they're kind of talking, like, giving their, you know, having his back in a sense, like, you know, I would love to come back and play for Mayo, even though, like, I'm not under contract right now. So that just goes to show you the type of coach that he is, the type of person that he is. I think the buy-in will be very high versus, you know, bringing somebody from outside the organization, which is not saying that guys want to be bought in, but I think it's going to be a little bit different. Do you see, see, I, people ask me the same question. Do you think he was the right choice? And, and, uh, you know, I say yes, and the, and the reason I say yes is not necessarily because of buy-in. I know that's all helpful, yeah. but I also think he's smart enough to know where he might need help or where yeah. he, he 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 needs more for, on the offensive side. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he's, he's just not – I mean, he's a defense-first guy, but I think he's smart enough to know he needs to bring in – good people on the offensive side of the ball. That includes coaches. That includes talent. Um, 
Do you agree with that kind of assessment? Well, yeah. I mean, he's he's been there when we had a lot of success, and he's been there, you know, these last few years where things haven't been as successful. So obviously, he can compare the difference in what was going on, you know, back then versus what's going on right now. You know, what holes need to be filled at this point. And I said he's a first-time head coach, so he's going to want you know have a great. A great staff around him, great people around him to support him, and you know, make sure he has success out there to make sure there's not a ton on his plate. But I, like I said, obviously they had this succession plan, like they said in the media, you know, with his contract. So I'm sure he's been been preparing for this moment. Um, I think uh, among all the hires, I mean, he's gone out interviewing people now. Obviously, he's interviewing people, defensive coordinators, special teams people, and now he's getting more offensive coordinator types in yeah. because uh, Bill O'Brien is uh, leaving for Ohio State. I almost think the offensive coordinator is the most important hire. Um with that in mind, do you think the Patriots offense needs to change or evolve? I mean, he's, you know, he's bringing in some Sean McVay people. Uh, do you think, uh, and he's also bringing in Nick Cayley, who has experience in yeah. both. But yeah. do you think the the offense needs to evolve into, you know, McVay, like, you know, something yeah. like that? Which they I mean, tried to do, but flunked a yeah, year ago. <laughs> I think it's all about just building an offense that's going to support the players that you have on your roster. It doesn't matter whether you have a McVay system, a Josh McDaniel system, Bill O'Brien system. If you don't have the right guys to execute your system, then it's probably not going to work. So it's, you know, bringing in an offensive coordinator, you know, help let him, you know, help pick whoever their quarterback is going to be going forward or whether they're getting a veteran guy, draft a guy, whatever it is, and bring in pieces that, you know, maybe he coached somewhere else or, you know, that can help execute his system. I think that's what it's all about when it comes to having a successful offense. You can't just bring guys from all over the place. You have to find guys that fit your system. Yeah, I agree. I have a great case in point in that. I think last year, you know, when they tried to change the the offensive lines blocking scheme. Yeah. Okay. And you know, because it fit more obviously with the Shanahan style offense. The problem was that the players that they had didn't fit that tight, yeah. at least in my view. Yeah, it was. Didn't, it, it didn't work. So, yeah, it didn't fit. <laughs> and we yeah. could see it right in training camp, James, you yeah. know, that, that they, it, you needed a certain body type for that. You need certain body yeah. types or certain characteristics in the offensive lineman to be able to do this type of zone blocking that they wanted to do. Yeah. You, and it you got, yeah. You got you gotta have the right pieces there. If you're gonna have guys in there, you know, trying to put a, a square block into a, you know, one of those circular holes is just not gonna work. You're just gonna keep ramming it into it, but eventually it's just not gonna work for you. And I think that's kind of how the offense went last year. They didn't really have a a true identity. They their best you know part of their offense was like five yard passing games or 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 screens to to the back or screens to the receivers. That was like their best offense you know all year long. Aside from a few you know plays down the field, guys made some some plays. Not to say they didn't make any plays down the field at all, but yeah, I just think when it comes down to building an offense, you have to find guys that fit the scheme that's trying to be executed. You can't just can't just throw anybody in there. I mean, there's there's some guys across the league where you can plug in the, you know, kind of any system and they'll they'll have some success. But you know, for for the most part, you gotta 
you got to build around the players you have. I want to flip to Coach Belichick for a second. And um, we know he's had two interviews with the Falcons to this point. Uh, there are other openings. He either hasn't yeah. uh, taken them or doesn't, you know, or or they don't, they're not interested in Coach Belichick. How do you, are you surprised it's been only one team? Um, I'm not too surprised just because I feel like he wouldn't want to coach just just any team. It has to be the right situation for him. I think the Falcons is a is a solid option for him. Obviously, they need a quarterback as well, but their defense is really solid. Have some playmakers offensively. Yeah, I think the Falcons have a great you know system going on there. I think Bill will help you know bring the buy in back into that building because they haven't been you know a top tier team since you know that one game that happened in Houston and whatnot. So they're trying to get back to where they once were. And I think the only other job I feel like he'd be interested in is the Chargers. That's another team. They have a good quarterback. They have some veteran pieces there. They still have some holes and everything that they're trying to get accomplished there, but they need a coach like him to get everybody to buy in. I actually, I like, I like the fit of the Chargers better. You know, he might not want to go to the West coast, but in terms of fit, you have the quarterback, you have talented players on offense you have a, a talent, you know, talented group on defense, but I think it's a better fit because they're. I think they're more of a veteran team, yeah. at least defensively. And um, I think my guess is he would bring Josh McDaniels with him <laughs> to, yeah, help, I, to help I, Justin I, Herbert. And yeah. I, I almost think that is, you know, more closely suited to something for him to r- win right away you know, yeah. get the record right away and possibly contend for a Super Bowl. That's just my take. Yeah, for sure. I think obviously Josh probably be his offensive coordinator wherever he decides to go. Obviously they work extremely well together, have had a lot of success you know, over, you know, a ton of years throughout this league. And Josh is doing a great job with Justin Herbert and developing him, taking him to that next level as far as their coaching. I think they can really, you know, unlock Justin Herbert and helping him win you know, some of those big time football games, whether it's beating the Chiefs or winning playoff games, not, you know, <laughs> giving up a what 24 point lead or wherever it was in the playoffs a couple of years ago to the to the Jaguars. They need a guy, you know, at the helm who's going to you know have those guys locked in 24 seven. Bill Belichick will do that. And I said it could be a little a little bit of both, though, as far as with Bill, like if he goes into a veteran presence where guys aren't you know typically you know used to being coached the way he coaches that can be tough to have those guys buy in when they've been in the league for whatever, eight plus years being coached a certain way versus going to a younger football team where, you know, guys are still learning the ropes and, you know, they're still willing to, you know, accept that type of coach. So it's, it could be a little bit both. You don't know, you know, how that fit is actually going to be once the coach is actually in the locker room, but it's, it's very difficult. Do you have, um, I don't know if I've ever asked you this before, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Um, Do you have any, coaching aspirations like if bill called up and said you know bill's in atlanta and says james i i need a running back coach or or even here if again i don't know what's shaking out here with gerard but if say bill called up and said james can you come help me out would that even remotely interest you it it would interest me some i don't know exactly a hundred percent i'd be into it right now just because you know, coaching is very demanding. It takes a, a lot of your time. It takes more time than than being a player. They're there during the season. They're there for, you know, from like 6 a.m. to, you know, mm-hmm. however long designing up game plans, making sure, you know, everything is working, you know, accordingly on a day-to-day basis. But it's 
it's definitely something I would consider. Don't know exactly if I would would take the job just because I got two little ones. I don't think I'm ready to you know just jump into that just yet at this point in my life. And you're loving your media life like us, yeah, right? You, yeah, like, getting, you like being one of us. Yeah, just just getting my feet wet. So you know, <laughs> yeah, we have we have a simple life, James. Right? <laughs> yeah, not not as much stress and pressure you know, being a coach. <laughs> Um, <laughs> moving on, uh, would you be surprised if Mac Jones was still a Patriot next year? No, I, no, I wouldn't be surprised. I know everybody's saying, you know, trade and release and like all that stuff, you know, maybe a change of scenery is possibly what he wants, which could be good for him. But I think I could very well, I've been saying all along, you could very well see him being on the roster. He can be a guy competing, you know, for a starting job, whether you know, he actually wins that or not, whether they draft a rookie, whether they bring in a veteran guy. He's had success in this league the last two years. It hasn't gone his way. But if you bring in the right offensive coordinator, you allow him to compete with somebody else, you know, who knows what may shake out next season. Yeah, that it would be like his fourth offense he's had to yeah, win. It's, 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 it's very hard. You see that, you know, throughout the league, across many of the years, any quarterback who's switching – you know, offensive coordinators every single year, typically they're not having success. I mean, there's, you know, there's one offs every now and then, but for these young quarterbacks, it's, it's very difficult learning, you know, learning different offense every single offseason. It's not easy. All right, let's move to the draft. They're picking number three. How do you see it shaking out for them? I mean, do you see them taking a quarterback there? Do you see them taking Marvin Harrison, who you're very familiar with, covering the Big Ten? Yeah. For me, I, I love Marvin Harrison Jr., so I'm 100% in on that pick. You know, I can see them drafting a the quarterback as well. It just all depends, you know, you know what their goal is as far as, you know, sh- taking the franchise back to the, you know, what it used to be. I don't think you can go wrong with either pick. I mean, they can try and trade up to number one or they can just stay at number three. I, I don't know what their plan is. There's a lot of talented quarterbacks in this draft from guys who – potentially can go in the first round or guys that can go second or third round. I think there's a lot of depth to the quarterback position. So I don't think you have to get a guy at number three, but Hey, if they have a guy who they really feel like and uh, who they can develop into a great quarterback, I can see them taking them. You can also get some good receivers in the, you know, second, third round as well. There's a deep class of receivers too. So it's kind of pick your poison. There's a lot of options out there. Just be interested to see what direction they decide to go. Do you see Marvin as the most kind of can't miss prospect yeah. of of the top group? Let's say, for for me, he is. I think he's the the most polished. He's smooth. He has the size, the speed, he can run routes, and obviously his dad, you know, played at a high level. You know, in this league, I know that doesn't always necessarily matter. There's plenty plenty of you know kids' fathers who have played in this league, but he just looks very polished and just looks like one of those guys you can just plug in, you know, to any system. He's going to have success right away. Do you have a favorite quarterback of the group? It's 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 very tough. A, a lot of these guys are talented. I, I like Daniels. I like Caleb Williams. Obviously, Drake May's good. I just think some of these these other guys, like Bo Nix, I feel like he's a guy you can you can get in the second round. Or I mean, who knows how the draft may go? Some guy, some people may get him at the back end of the, the first round, depending on you know how many quarterbacks get drafted. But there, Michael Penix as well. We see what he's done at at Washington. He's a guy you could possibly get back into the first round or second round. There's, it just depends how many quarterbacks start to get taken in that first round. Then you know guys start to to rush and pick people because they see other guys picking quarterbacks. 
I, I you know, call me stupid, <laughs> but <laughs> I also think it might depend on, again, what style of offense or yep. what court offensive coordinator they bring in and yep. who's most suited to that offense. I mean, if the offense is going to stay where it is, um, you know, I'm not sure a mobile quarterback fits, you know, yep. Bo Nix might be more, you know, plug and play in that yep. time in, in the Patriots style, you know, that's suited yep. around the drop back passer, you yep. know, but, uh, but, or even Penix, yep. you know, uh, do, do you think, but if they're going to change, or I almost think if you get the quarterback, you, you, you need to make system, the system yeah. fit the quarterback, not yeah, put that, words in your mouth, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, no, that, that's, that's just what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't matter which quarterback you pick, you know, you have to develop no matter what you did elsewhere, no matter, you know, what you are trying to do, you get a guy, you find out what he did well in college. You find out what he can do when he's desperate into your building. And you got to build on that. Obviously you're going to, there's some things that, you know, guys do in college that they, once they get to the league, they haven't done yet and they have to learn to be able to do that. But yeah, at the same time, you got to play to their strengths. Do you think it's slightly odd that we're not quite sure who's picking the groceries? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the Patriot organization. We keep things secretive. You know what I mean? They, yeah. We never, nobody never ever knows what exactly is going on aside from the people who are actually, you know, making those selections. So that's just the way the organization works. They don't like the for everybody to be in the know. And hey, it's it's worked for them for some time. <laughs> well, it was like that before, although we kind of knew that, you know, every final decision came down to yeah, Coach Belichick. <laughs> now there's a little more mystery involved. Yeah. And I don't know, it, it it's Slightly unusual because some of the people they have in place, whether it's Matt Grow, uh, yeah. they might be heading out the door with Bill when yeah. he yeah. settles. So those are the people running the draft. I yeah. guess. I mean, we we never know. Maybe more information will come out, you know, as the draft approaches. We still have some time before then, but I'm sure they'll designate, you know, kind of one person who's you know at the helm of everything. I'm sure Mayo will have his say. And then I'm sure he probably won't have a hundred percent say in everything, but he'll have a big part in it. You know, but I think that's the biggest thing. Like how much say does Mayo have and you know, who's getting picked? Because obviously Bill had a lot of say so in that. Will Kraft give Mayo, you know, as much, you know, power when it comes to that? Yeah. I well, the way uh Mr. Kraft presented it to us is that Bill got that power after it didn't come he right away. It, yeah, yeah. after <laughs> after like the second or third super bowl where okay yeah, bill all right you got yeah. it yeah <laughs> you, got it. you make the calls we're good you know yeah yeah so, that, that yeah. is true has has to be earned 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent uh you know finally i, I want to talk about you know again we think the three top positions of need quarterback wide receiver we went over those two offensive tackle I know yeah. you watch uh, Olu Fashanu, if I'm yeah. saying that name yeah. right. From Penn State. Penn yeah. State. Olu and there's Fashanu. some talk he, <laughs> he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't have as good a year this year yeah. than last year. Do you agree with that? And do you see to still see him as a kind of a top prospect? Yeah, I still see him as a top prospect. He wasn't as good as, you know, the previous season, but, you know, that's what happens. He, he could have came out last year, been a first-round pick. I think they'll evaluate all the film. I Still think he's a, a first round talent in which he'll still probably go then. Maybe he drops a few picks. I don't know. It just all depends on 
know, how much, you know, organization likes that guy. I think he'd be, you know, a great fit. They need, you know, depth at the offensive line position, these starters, and they need depth because obviously they had, a, they had a lot of injuries on the offensive side of the ball, you know, last season. So I think that's – offensive line is going to be very, very important, especially if, you know, you decide to get a quarterback, you know, in the first round, you have to have guys that are going to protect them. Okay, finally, who do you, who do you like emerging uh, as the two teams in the Super Bowl, and then who do you like after that? Ooh, it's great. I mean, I think it's just going to be the rematch. I think 49ers Ravens once again. Obviously, I think that's going to be a great one. I think the Ravens be a tough one against the Chiefs, but I think their defense will make it tough on Mahomes. I think the Bills were banged up. They played them well, but their defense was banged up, so they didn't have enough. You know, when mm -hmm. it came to that, the Lions. They're gonna they're gonna play the 49ers tough. I don't the fairy know. Fairy tale ends with yeah, the Lions. Yeah, yeah, I mean, hey, they I said I just think the 49ers offense may be a tad too much for the the Lions defense. Their their defense makes timely stops and all that, but they I don't think they can shut down, you know, a McCaffrey, a Kittle, Ayuk, and if Debo gets healthy. I mean, you're gonna have to force Brock Purdy, you know, into turnovers and make them play from behind. That's that's when you can really slow them down, but it's hard to do that. And once you, once you get to the Super Bowl, come on, James. Give it. I like, like the I, I like I like the Ravens. I don't know. I, right. I think it's I think it's Lamar ja Lamar Jackson's time. Lamar's I think yep. yeah. I think I think it's, it's his year. They finally put the pieces around him, and he's he's just been cool, calm, collected. You know, even like he's not like not that he looked to run all the time before, but he's really even when he gets pressure, he's still looking to throw, and I think that's what's making him even more dangerous this year. He just looks so calm. No, in the pocket. Can you imagine? This might be a first having two brothers having both championships, right? John Harbaugh yeah, yeah. and Jim Harbaugh, right? <laughs> be a great story. <laughs> well, now, now that you're on the media side, James, we like the stories. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we love them. We love them. I, I think it's going to be awesome. I think the the wild card weekend wasn't many great games, but the divisional round we have a lot of great yeah. games, and I think the you know, the championship week will be be another good week of football games. Sounds good, James. Thank you again for coming on uh, a second time. I'm sure I'll have you on a third time. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Take care. Thank you. This has been Ion Foxborough, brought to you by Mass Live. <laughs>